This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and work. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Welcome, everyone, to episode 002 of the Relationships and Revenue show. I am your host, John Hewlin, and I am thrilled that you are here today. Today's topic is something that's a little bit different and one I wasn't originally planning to do. Um, I'm covering the subject of leadership and suicide, but let me give you a little bit of a background as to why I'm doing this. The day I'm recording this, which is Mother's Day 2020, just a couple of days ago, I found out about a friend of mine who I went to both college and graduate school with committed suicide. And he and I were friends. I wouldn't say great friends, meaning we were friends and we were cordial and when we did speak to each other, it was very nice and pleasant, but not the kind of person I stayed up with and he didn't stay up with me. So there were long stretches between times that we were in touch with each other. And so when I got the news about his suicide, it hit me very, very hard. And I was really surprised when it hit me that hard, mostly because we weren't as close as my emotions were coming out. And so I started taking some time over the last couple of days, started thinking about that and processing through that. And I came up with some things as a result of that, which is why this podcast episode is even happening. It's to deal with the whole idea of leadership and challenges that come up in leadership. And if those challenges aren't dealt with as soon as possible and in healthy ways, we can get to things like, suicide. And to be honest, this friend wasn't the first one of mine that committed suicide. And I don't want to have to go through that again. I don't want to have to get another phone call, another social media post informing me, a text message, whatever. I don't want any of that sort of thing to be able to find out that somebody else that I know chose that way out. So I want to do things that are going to try and help prevent this from happening or to help people process through that. But before I get to that part, I want to talk about some other things. I wouldn't necessarily call them warning signs, but just things to think about if you as a leader are dealing with some challenging things in your life. So the first thing is that this whole idea of life balance, that is a myth. So please just get that out of your mind let me backtrack for just a second the friend of mine who committed suicide was a pastor now I don't want that to dissuade you from thinking that the things that I'm sharing today will be helpful to you as a leader because I think they will but I think the things that pastors have to go through and the reasons that many times they don't get the help they need is very, very similar to what it's like for leaders in the business world as well. So that's where this idea of this life balance comes from for me. 
And I'm wanting to share with you that I think this whole idea of life balance is just garbage. And the reason that I think that it is, is because there's no way to maintain any semblance of this idea of work-life balance. Because at some point in your day, it's going to be out of proportion. So striving for that in your life, I think, is a foolish effort on your part. I know it has been on my part, and I want to encourage you not to do that. Rather, to set up structures in your life to help you work through those things. For instance, having your schedule planned out pretty much for the whole day every day can help you maintain some semblance of balance between work and home life. For you, it may be the kind of thing where you have to, if you have a schedule that you write out, you know, like the old Franklin planners, that kind of planner. If that's the kind of person you are and you need that kind of planner to have things, do it that way. For me, I use an electronic planner to plan out my days, and that's how I keep track of it. So I get electronic reminders throughout the day, either through my phone or my watch or, or whatever other way that they come to me. But planning those things out and not having a lot of open space in there, a lot of downtime, is good. So making sure you plan out those things. Also, thinking about what is most important to you, both in business and in your home life. So if you have decided that if you're married, your relationship with your spouse is the key number one relationship that you need to have, then you have to create time in your schedule for that relationship, to work on that relationship, to spend time with that person. It has to be in your schedule. Build it in there. It is super, super important. If you have kids, same thing. you got to build time in your schedule for your kids, collectively as a group and individually as well. Take the time to create memories with your kids. Don't worry about so much on buying the gifts for them. Spending time with you is the best gift you could ever give to your kids. I know I may be stepping on some toes by saying that, but I truly believe that. Now, when it comes to your work life, I realize there's going to be times, especially if you're an entrepreneur like me, that you go through crazy seasons where it's the work-life balance is not even close to being in balance. And your family is understanding, I'm sure, of that to a certain degree. But you got to try and get it back on track as soon as possible. But when, even when you're in the crazy time, you got to build time in there for those important relationships and here's a key one, a key one that I really didn't take seriously until the last couple of years. Now, please hear me when I say this, because this is really where my heart is. If you truly want to be able to serve people to the best of your ability, and you're, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this show, this episode right now, you are the kind of person that does care about that. I will say this to you. You have to take care of you first. I know that is counterintuitive. I know we haven't been taught that from a young age, but I'm telling you, if you want to be the absolute best at everything that you do, the best that you can be to do what you were created to do, you have to take care of you first. And that's in several areas. You got to take care of your fitness, i.e. your health, but tied in with your health is fitness, but it's also your nutrition. What do you put in your mouth? What do you do with your body? What do you do with your mind? How do you stimulate your mind? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Um, 
And then you start to get into your other relationships. But again, it's taking care of you, doing things that make you a better person for you first and then for others after. So I've said a whole lot of this first part about this whole work-life balance sort of thing. And so there'll be some things in the notes to try and line this out for you. So please pay attention to that. And if you have any more questions about that, hit me up with a PM, and I'd be happy to talk with you about these things. So work-life balance is certainly one area to be paying attention to because you don't want to get burned out when it comes to trying to maintain this when it's not really possible. Number two, I want you to know that burnout does happen. Burnout, wash out, flame out, walk out, whatever you want to say. Those kinds of things happen. And if you're feeling burned out in whatever way that you're feeling burned out, you got to be honest with yourself first about it and say, I'm feeling that feeling. You've got to say that to yourself. You've got to make it okay to be feeling the feelings. And then once you do that, then you've got to take it to the significant people in your life. For most of us, it's spouses if we have those. It's kids if we have those. It's those closest to us when it comes to our work, and it can also be friends. But significant people in our lives need to know that about us. Because as we're starting to figure those things out, and this whole idea of this flame out, this burnout is coming there, we're going to have to get some help. We're going to have to know places, resources to help us get the kind of help that we need. Because to be honest, if we get to the point of burnout, it's, we're teetering on the edge there. And there's no way we can work on this ourselves. We need help. And it is okay to admit that you need help. You know, when I was younger, that was not something that was ever encouraged to ask for help. It wasn't. It's a, you got to figure it out for yourself. You got to do it for yourself. Um, to a certain degree, that's how men are. That's how we're taught is that we've got to figure it out for ourselves. We have to do it for ourselves, and real men don't ask for help. Hogwash. That is garbage. That is lies straight from the pits of hell. I'm sorry if you're not a believer like I am, and that's okay if you're not, but that's truly what I believe. That is a lie, lie, lie. The best leaders know when to ask for help. The best leaders know they are not the best at every single thing. They're the best at one, maybe two things. And they surround themselves with people that are the best at the other things that are necessary to get those things done, be that at home or at work. So know when you're getting close to burnout, be looking for the right people to be able to help you through those difficult times. And again, this particular episode is not the one where I'm going to be bringing an expert, although I will be doing that in the future to talk about these mental health issues because that's so, so important. That's something that's finally starting to be recognized as something that we need to be paying attention to and we really need to be helping ourselves because that is an aspect of ourselves that many of us neglect now but certainly have for years. So, you know, we've some have the... Uh, get the physical side down they get that figured it out they get the um there's a spiritual side to us as well and that's a different conversation we'll have at another time but there's also the mental and emotional aspects of us that we have to work on there in the show notes there will be suggestions and resources available to you related to that 
third area we're going to talk about today is that finding help when you're a leader is really hard. It just is. Because for whatever reason, and it doesn't matter what kind of leader you are, if you're the CEO of a Fortune 100 company, you are an entrepreneur, small business owner who owns one or more businesses, you could be a pastor leading a large or small church, it doesn't matter what kind of leader that you are, when things are really, really hard in your life, and when you know you need to find help, it can be hard to do that, first and foremost, because it's hard to admit that to ourselves, but secondly, that also means we're going to have to start admitting that to other people. And there's this idea out there, it's quite a prevailing idea, actually, that leaders don't need help. That somehow we as leaders, we have it all figured out, we've got everything together, and we know how to just put on a pretty face and just kind of buck up when things are tough. To a certain extent that's true, but by the same token, it's just fooling ourselves first, and if others think that about us, then they don't think very highly of us, to be honest with you. Because we're people, just like everybody else. You as a leader, are you not a person? I would say that you are. And every leader I've ever known has been a real flesh and blood person just like me and has had struggles in life just like I have. Now, they may not be the same struggles, but struggles nonetheless. So knowing that it's harder for us, then we have to work even harder on our side of the equation to be able to seek out the help that we need. It could come in the form of counseling or therapy. I would highly, highly recommend those things if you've never done that before. Just finding a wonderful, trusted counselor uh, who also becomes a confidant for you. Just someone that you can just bring things to that you need to and do it on a regular basis. It can help cure many ails inside of you, or at least help you process through them, and just give you someone else that's not in your sphere of influence that can be a sounding board for you. That is so important. Having someone who can be that sounding board for you beyond those closest to you. I'm not saying you shouldn't be connecting with your spouses or with close friends about these kinds of things. You definitely should be doing that. But what I'm saying is if you need someone objective to help you work through those things, I would highly, highly recommend that. And fourth, this whole idea about mental health and having mental health issues or even mental illness, that's real. For years, I thought it was hogwash to be honest with you. I thought it was just a hoax. That was people who couldn't take care of their own stuff. That there was something wrong with them because they weren't able to handle whatever it is that they brought into their own lives by their own choices. Now, to some degree, that's true. But it took a really long time for me to be able to figure out that that is not necessarily the case. That... There are things as mental health issues that are out there. Uh, Things like depression. That's something that I have dealt with before in my life at many different times. I can tell you um, it was in 
May of 1994, my best friend, who was also my roommate in college, he died in a car accident with his sister and three other students from our school uh, in a head-on collision on his way back to school. And, you know, that deeply affected me. I went into a depression for probably about six months uh, because after he died... About a month later, I got married, and for the first almost six months we were married, five, six months, there's a lot of stuff that we did that there were pictures of that I have no memory of. That's how deep in this fog, this depression I was in. I even started graduate school at that time. And so there's a good portion of my first semester in graduate school I don't remember. Now, i just let you know, I got all A's. Not to pat myself on the back, just telling you I did. But there's a lot of it I don't remember. But sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas of that year is when the fog kind of lifted and things started to get to my new version of normal at that time. So I wanted to let you know, mental health issues are real. And mental illness is definitely a real thing. And there could be folks listening to this today that could be struggling with those things and not even know it because I know that's how I was for a very long time. So don't take those things for granted. Um, when dealing with those things or when we find out about others that we know that are struggling through those, especially other leaders that are, that is not the time to be quiet about these things. That's the time to be a real friend to that person. If you really care about somebody that you know is struggling with something, and it doesn't matter what the issue is, that's the time to truly be their friend and try and reach in and say, look, I care about you deeply, and I want to help you the best way I know how. And that is to show you how to get help. Here's a resource. If you're afraid to go, I'll drive you there. Um, if I'm not in the same city with you, I'll be on the phone with you while you're in the car on your way there. But you've got to find a way to get some help. Otherwise, things are going to explode in your life, and that's not what you want. And, folks, that's not what I want. That's not what I want for me. That's not what I want for you. And that's where this episode comes in and where it gets back to where my heart is for my friend and his family. Um, my heart hurts so, so very much for my friend's family, uh, for his wife and his four kids. Because the pain that they're experiencing right now and the questions that they're going through, those will not be easily answered. And the pain may not ever fully go away. I have no idea. But my suspicion is that there'll be some part of it that'll still linger down the road. It'll lessen over time, I think, but will still stick around. So having that network of people around you that care about you, that help you process through things, be they family, friends, and professionals, so a whole team of people to help you work through those, not just them, because there are times, I know for me, there have been issues that happened to me years ago that I went to therapy for and that I thought I had worked through completely that cropped back up later that I had to do more processing through. So sometimes those things can hit you when you least expect it. They truly can. Um, I know with my divorce that there were things I dealt with early on that 
I thought were resolved for the most part, and that some of those things came back later, you know, two, five, even seven years later, kind of cropped their stinky little heads up, and I had to find ways to work through those, through those things. Fortunately, I have enough in my arsenal now, personally, that I'm able to work through a lot of those things on my own, in addition to having the people close to me that I can just kind of talk through a little bit about things to help me process through it, and usually I'm okay after that. So that's kind of our wrap-up for today. So my encouragement to you is really look for ways to be sure to take care of yourself first. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, there's no way in the world you can be the best that you can be as a leader, as a spouse, as a friend, as a parent, as a business owner, as an employee, as a client, any other title that you have in your life. You can't be all that you could be if you're not dealing with the stuff that's going on inside of you. Because I can promise you, if you don't deal with the stuff that's going on inside of you, it's going to find its way out of you. And usually, it's in really bad ways. Kind of imagine it like bottling it up inside like a volcano that's about to explode. Then all of a sudden it does and causes all kinds of devastation. So let's not let it get to that point. Let's work together to do those kinds of things, to, to process through those things so that when the challenges of life come along, we're able to go through them and we can look back on when they happened and be able to view them in the best way possible. And that is, you know what? That was a really hard time. But because I had the right support system in place, it was just like a speed bump. Yeah, it was kind of annoying, kind of sort of maybe bottomed out, but I'm no worse for the wear and I'm able to move on. So let's do that for one another. Let's be there for one another. Let's reach out to help one another. That's why I do this show. That's why I call it Relationships and Revenue, because I care about you. I care about helping you create the absolute best relationships you can have in your life and in your work. So anything I can do to be there of service to you, to help you, please let me know. Please contact me. Send me a PM, and I will get back with you just as soon as I can. One of the things I'd love for you to do is to be sure to give us as many stars or liking ways that you can on this particular show, and reviews would be fantastic. We love reviews. Those are so helpful that lets me know really what you're thinking and what you're wanting. I'm going to ask for something else from you guys. Two more things. First one is, if you really like this episode, be sure to take a picture of it. And when you do that, take a picture. When you post it on social media, tag me on it. And if you're able to do that, I will be sure to mention you on the very next episode. So that's something I'm going to do for you if you can do that for me. I would really appreciate it. So thanks again for listening today. Have a fabulous, fabulous day. Remember, you're doing a great job. Just pay attention to what's going on with you and get the help that you need. Always remember, passion gets you started, purpose keeps you going. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlett. 
Thanks again for listening, and remember, passion gets you started, purpose keeps you going. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.